Welcome to the For Men Only podcast, where we want to encourage, instruct, and challenge you to be the best man you can become. Hey guys, welcome to another podcast of For Men Only, brought to you by Faith Alive Family Church. And we are here to help you guys become the best that you can be. Our mandate is to encourage, to instruct, and to challenge men everywhere to become the best that they can be. So these podcasts are for your enjoyment, for your learning, and for your maturity and growth in life. And we're so thankful that you're listening today. So today's scripture is 1 Corinthians 15, This is out of the Amplified Bible. It says, Do not be so deceived and misled. Evil companionships, communion, associations, corrupt and deprave good manners, morals, and character. And today I'm gonna to continue on talking about good character. And one of the things that we need to look out for, guys, is, is the influences in our life. You know, I can, I can prophesy to you today. I can, tell, I can tell you what you're gonna be like, who you're gonna be like in five years from now. And you say, wow, you can really do that. I say, yeah, I can do that. Well, say, how can you do that? You say, well, I can tell who or what you're gonna be like by the people or the influences that you have in your life, the people that you hang with, the kind of materials that you read or digest, the programs you watch, and the culture that you allow into your life. These things will all dictate and shape what kind of character that you're going to have in five years from now. And the reason is, is we become like those with whom we associate with. You see, our spirits, our hearts, our minds, are like sponges. They soak up whatever is around them. You know, they don't differentiate between the good or the bad. They don't know the difference between what's right and what's wrong. Sponges simply soak up whatever they're immersed into. They'll pick up dirty water just as, as much as they'll pick up the clean water. They absorb, that's what our spirits are like. Our spirits don't know the difference, they just absorb. That's why Mark chapter four in Proverbs tells us not Mark chapter four. Chapter four in Proverbs tells us that we are to guard our hearts with all diligence because they soak up, they allow, they work, they do things, and they don't always differentiate. That's something we have to be intentional about. That's why Jesus said in Mark chapter four, he said, be careful what you hear. And so you've got to be careful what you hear. And in Luke, he said, be careful how you hear. And they are closely connected. The what and the how are both closely connected to the who. So what you think or what you hear will be connected to those who you listen to. You know, they dictate, they dictate your attitude and the content of your heart. In other words, who is influencing you? If our attitude determines our altitude, then you know what? We better pick a good one. And so we better hang around with people who have good attitudes. Because if they have bad attitudes, those bad attitudes will rub off on you too. What is your attitude like? Is it influenced by those around you? Do you easily pick up the bad attitudes of your peers, friends, families, coworkers, and such? What do you read? What do you listen to? These all affect who you are becoming. You see, whatever you allow to influence you in some manner will be what you will become. I remember I went to Bible school 36 and a half years ago, 
and I'm so thankful that I did. And Dr. Pierce, the Bible school director at the time, spoke to us constantly in this manner. He said over and over and over again, he said, you will become like those with whom you associate with. And you know, back in the day before I was a Christian, I didn't think anything about that. I thought, well, that guy's just as good to hang around as that one and this one. And, you know, and, and it really got me into a lot of trouble because I, I was easily influenced by the people around me. You know, while I was in Bible school, I got a job working with a roofer. I'd go to Bible school in the morning and I'd go roofing in the afternoon and the evening. And the guy that I worked with, we became good friends. And, you know, and for the first while, I, I witnessed to him, talking to him about the Lord, you know, and he would listen. You know, I tried to influence him for the Lord. But there came a point in time when he no longer wanted me to talk to him about the Lord. And that's when it kind of went south. You know, we stayed friends, but it was soon apparent that he was influencing me more than I was influencing him. And I found that out by my attitudes and the words that were coming out of my mouth and the things that I were thinking. I thought, oh, this, this isn't right. This is not Christian. This is all coming from, from him. And so the Lord talked to me and said, you know, you need to adjust your life here. You need to wean him off. You need to let him go as, as a close friend. And you know what? I, I didn't want to. You know, we had fun together, if you could say that. But it, And it wasn't easy, but I knew that for my own health and benefit and spiritual life, I had to wean him off. And I did. And so it was hard, but I had to do it. And I've done it before with other people. You know, not everybody's good for you. 2 Corinthians 10, 2 Corinthians, 2 Chronicles 10 tells us about a young man who became king. His name was Rehoboam. And he consulted with the former king's elders about how he should rule the kingdom. And they said, you know what? Make the yoke lighter. Help them uh, have a better life, you know, less taxes. Don't be so hard on them. Things like that. And he listened to them. Then he went to his younger friends, his peers, and said, how should I rule the kingdom? And they said, you know what? Your father was great, but you can be greater. You know, he disciplined the people with whips, but you should discipline them with whips with barbs. And so he listened to his young friends instead of the elders, and he went and put more taxes on the people, made them work harder, was harder on them, and so on. And he, I don't know why, I don't get why he did it, but in the end, the people lost trust in him, and they just walked away from him and said, we're not going to listen to you, we're not going to follow you, you're just not somebody that we want to want to be with. And so he lost the trust of all those people. And it was not good. He, he divided the kingdom up more than any other king that was before him. And why did he do this? Because of the influences that were around him. You see, he listened to his bestest buddies. He listened to his peers. And so we need to ask ourselves the question, who are our bestest buddies? Who are my friends that I listen to? Who are the guys that I hang with and, and, and listen to them and have things in common? You know, these people will be your greatest influence. And we need to ask ourselves, are they a good and godly influence? Or do they represent something else? You know, we better take a good long look at who these people are. Because whatever they are, whoever they are, you will become just like them. Proverbs 13, 20 says, Whoever walks with the wise will become wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm.
It's a great scripture, one that I took to heart many, many years ago. Whoever walks with wise becomes wise. In other words, whoever you hang with, that's what you become. If you want to be wise, hang around with a wise person. If you want to know about handling money, hang around with people that are good with money. If you want to learn how to have a good marriage, hang around with people that have a good marriage. If you want to walk at a higher spiritual realm, hang around with those people that do. You know, you can't hang around with the, the opposite source or the opposite type of what you want to be and expect to be successful. It doesn't work that way. Whoever you walk with in life, whether wise or foolish, is what you will become. I remember as a teen, can you guys remember that? When you were teenagers, I grew up in the streets of a small town and had my friends and we used to walk around at nights and, you know, we thought we knew everything. We were so smart. You know, here I was 13, 14, 15, and we thought we had all the answers. We could figure out any, any problem in life. Our parents, dum-dums. The authorities didn't know what they were talking about. Teachers, pfft, what did they know? And you know what? We thought we just knew, knew it. And I listened to them. They listened to me. And you know what? All that did was just make us dumber. We were dumb and dumber, twice dumb. And how many times have I said since then, if only I had listened, if only I would have listened to my parents, if only I would have listened to someone that knew what they were talking about, my life would have been different. Proverbs tells this over and over again. But will we listen to wisdom? You know, and I've seen many people in, in church anyway, these 30-some years that I've been in church, who have been led away by the wrong influences of people over the years. People who didn't serve the Lord. People who didn't love God. People that didn't want to do what's right. You know, it can be anybody. It can be a family member. I hate to say that. It can be a co-worker. Or it can be someone that you've just fallen for. A newly acquired love interest in your life. Doesn't matter who it is. We need to be careful because we can be led astray by these influences. See, good character can be eroded by the folks that we hang around with. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. The good news is that if you hang around with good and godly people, then what they bring to the table will influence you as well. I'm glad I listened to this advice and cut out those people that were a bad influence in my life. And I gathered to myself good and godly people, people that I still hang around with today who have a positive influence on my life. And so we need to ask some questions, guys. You know, do we recognize who is our greatest influence? Do we know whether it's a good one or not? If it's bad, will we cut it out of our lives? Or will we leave it because we call them friends. And that's the hard part. They have been friends. We're close. We have a relationship. There's a danger in that, though. One of the things that I see um, in Christian people is that they, they, what do they do? They, they live out Christian principles in a wrong context. What do I mean by that? I have seen people, young people mostly, who refuse to give up these wrong influences in their life, citing that they are faithful and they are loyal to their friends. They're using the good, godly traits of faithfulness and loyalty, you know, the fruits of good character, you know, 
and they're applying it to friends that are ungodly, friends that aren't a good influence. And by doing so, they believe that they are being good Christians doing the Lord's will. And most of the time, I mean, it's not all the time, but most of the time, they are led away. They, they falter in their Christian life somewhere. They allow these influences to have too much influence in their lives. You know, if they are a bad influence, guys, you've got to separate yourself. You have no choice in the matter. I know it's hard. I've done it, but it's been good for me. 2 Corinthians 6.14 helps us understand this. God says to us, he says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord does Christ have with the devil? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement does the temple of God have with idols? And he says, for we are the temple of the living God. The truth is, is that we were created in God's image and likeness, which is light. We live in a dark world. I know that. We're in it, but we're not to be of it. And I want to help you with one more verse. It says in 1 Corinthians 5, verse 9, it says, I wrote to you in my letter, this was Paul writing to the Corinthian church, telling you not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexual immoral of the world or the greedy, the swindlers, the idolaters, since then you would need to go out of the world. What he was saying was, if there are people in church that are walking in total darkness, he says, don't hang around with them. And, but he's not saying this to the world, not to hang around with them, to try and witness to them or try to lead them. He's not saying we should go out and hide somewhere in a colony or, you know, go to a monastery or become a nun or a monk. He's not telling us to do that. He is telling us that we are to be the light of the world. But at the same time, we must separate ourselves um, from that darkness. We cannot allow that darkness to influence us. We can't allow it to get on us. We can't allow it to touch us. We can't allow us to shape us. What we need to do is separate ourselves. It's not easy to do so, I know that. It's tough when light becomes friends with dark, and it's tough to tell the difference after a while, which is which. But 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, this is the HCSB translation, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. So guys, remember this. You will become like the, those with whom you associate with. If you want to gain good character, you must be aware of the influences in your life. See, whatever influence you, influences you is shaping you too. It's not just dark there, I'm light, they're dark. No, no, it's shaping. We shape one another. Iron sharpens iron. We need to understand that. And so we got to watch out. So do yourself a favor. Start making better choices for your friends. Don't be faithful and loyal to the wrong crowd. Don't be faithful and loyal to the wrong influences because you're a faithful person. You're a loyal person. You know, if you don't give them up, they will eventually harm your walk with God. This is not something we can take lightly. So you got to understand, guys, we're in the world. We're not of it. Yes, we influence unbelievers, we influence people, but we really can't be really, really good friends with them if we, if we cannot influence them. The day our influence stops and theirs influences us, that's the day we have to give it up. So you're going to have to find that line in your life. You're going to have to find that balance somewhere. 
I'm definitely not saying to go shut yourself out from everybody. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But we do need to learn how to separate ourselves if the danger is too great. You know, if they can follow you, great. But if they can't, then sometimes you need to let them go. You see, your character, your godly character, your spiritual life is at stake here. And you've got to realize how important this is. Not everyone is good for you. Not everything you listen to is good for you. Not everything you look at is good for you. Not everything that you hear is good for you. We used to have an old saying back in the day. It says, my ears and my eyes are not garbage cans. You see, Jesus hung out with sinners. He was criticized by it or for it by the Pharisees. But Jesus didn't hang around with them to become really good friends, but as a means to reach them. They weren't his daily buddies. They weren't the guys they hang around with all the time. He was too busy doing what he was supposed to do to do that. But at the same time, he tried to reach them. And reach them, he did. He reached many of them. So guys, take a little time today to reevaluate your greatest influences. If they are really good and godly, keep them. But you know what? If they're not, maybe it's time to wean them off. Maybe it's time to separate yourself. Because after all, you are being shaped by these influences. So that's the end of this podcast today. And I just want to thank you for listening. And I just want to pray with you right now, a short prayer. God, thank you for the guys that listen to this podcast. Lord, I pray that you would help them understand what I've talked about, help them see the difference. Lord, I pray that you would help them wean off the bad influences, embrace the good ones. And Lord, I, I pray that you will give them discernment in this matter because it's not easy to do. And Father, most of all, I thank you that you are creating and making these men into the best men they can be. And I thank you for that in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Don't forget to share this podcast. Maybe invite some other guys to join up or, or go to our website at faithfafc.ca. You can sign up there at the four-man-only newsletter. And this, this will be, you'll be reminded every, every couple of weeks about it so that you can be edified and grow and mature to be the man, the man you're supposed to be. God bless. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Share it with a friend or a family member and get the word out there. If you would like some more content, please join our Facebook page, For Men Only, or subscribe to the newsletter, which is on the Faith Alive Family Church's website, fafc.ca, and click the link. Now let's become the men God has called us to be.